Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome to another rousing edition of So I Married a Movie Geek, the only podcast for double fist coffee and wine. I am Chrissy McQueen. To my left, Justin Winters, my husband, is single fisting coffee and leaving the wine on the coffee table. Oh, wait. Oh, we're trading up. We're trading up to wine. How you feeling, Jess? Why am I doing this? Because we're out of the closet and you can. We're out. We're proud. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I love that we came out of the closet specifically for this episode, by the way. No, we were we were out of the closet last week too. True, but we or didn't like time. but we didn't out ourselves to uh, the podcasting public that we were out of the closet. It's hard to drink coffee and wine in the closet. Yeah, and not a walk in closet, people. We're talking about like your childhood closet, the kind that and I'm not good with measurements, but it's probably like four feet. We are in your closet right now. <laughs> no, not your childhood closet. We're in your childhood closet right now. <laughs> Call your mom. We're there. We can't get out. The door's stuck. Your dog is guarding it. Your dog's still alive. Did you move? Okay. <laughs> we could keep going. <laughs> okay, but we're officially out of said closet. Yay! Bless. If, if this is your first episode, we are a movie podcast. <laughs> we Supposedly, talk about movies. We're not a closeted podcast, although no problem with we that. We are the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt of movie <gasps> podcasts. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt of podcasts. Movie podcasts. That's true. I've had friends tell me they remind me a little bit, that I remind them of Kimmy Schmidt, and I always go, thanks! And then a second later I go, so it seems like I just came out of a bunker? <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you? You're so fresh when you... Apparently. Um, living under a rock. So this episode, we watched two movies. As usual. Chrissy had never seen before. As usual. Had you heard of... You hadn't heard of one of them. I hadn't heard of either of them. Nice. No. Bunker. In yeah. it. Now you're out. Kimmy Schmidt, clearly. Which I one do you want to talk Chrissy. about? I, I'll give you choice. I wish that we were kind of like live tweeting this just so we could get the, the, the public's opinion on which one we should talk about first. So, so wait, but, I need to record on a mic, <laughs> drink wine with one hand, yeah. coffee with the other hand, mm-hmm. and live tweet. It's called multitasking, Justin. Holy crap. Okay, I know. okay go ahead. Get on that. We're, we're in 2016. But I'm just going to go with popular opinion based on when I talked to friends about what we were going to be doing. And when I said... So Justin has me watching this movie. I don't think anybody's ever heard of it. It's called Willow and everybody lost their shit. Like promptly. Everybody went, oh my God, you're watching Willow. How have you never seen Willow? I never even heard of Willow. And I went, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Willow is a character on Buffy as far as I'm concerned. So this was a whole awakening and Awakening. Awakening. Not a pleasant awakening. I kind of felt weird about myself, like that period of shame where you're like, maybe I should go back in the closet. This is too much. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm saying it was too much. Too much in what way? 
So you turn it on and right away I'm like, all right, what the hell is going on here? And I'm like, is this like a Snow White sort of complex? I can't tell. Like there's Neva Queen. She's fearing people overtaking her and apparently a baby is involved somehow. And in the first few minutes, we quickly learned that, hey, we're going to just kill babies in the kingdom because one of them one day is going to overtake this queen. So which movie would you rather watch? I'm like, okay, Chrissy, you have a choice of two movies. Yes. Would you like to watch a movie called Willow? Uh Or would you like to watch a movie called All Babies Must Die? Because that's what this movie's all about. Is the latter a comedy? It's this movie. It's the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> they just went with, let's go see Willow. I know. I'm like, first, like dealing with themes of infanticide and matricide. And I'm like, this, this is Christmas. This is take the whole family to see <laughs> Willow. <laughs> yeah. It was not at all heartwarming. And so right away, like this is the theme. Let me just tell you, if you're not a parent and you happen to be listening to this podcast, you might have like a squeamish reaction in general to the idea of gutting babies, but once you are a parent, particularly if you have a child who is a baby and your hormones are all out of whack, you're like, oh, not the babies, never the babies, I can't with the babies. Especially really attractive babies. I mean, let's be really honest here. This movie, by the way, Willow's like every fantasy film put together. Yeah. At the same time. Smorgasbord. Very badly. This is like, it's like the hometown buffet of, (laughs) of fantasy films like this. There's a lot of stuff going on, but none of it's really good at all. It's a hometown buffet, if that tells you anything. Um, but yeah, so, uh, like, uh, this is before the Lord of the Rings movies obviously come out, the Hobbit movies come out. Yes. But in this one, instead of a ring that everyone's like, what if, what if trying to, you know, take like a football down the field of you know a huge amount of <laughs> space but it's a baby this time yes i was just so thinking instead what of carrying the ring around they have to carry this baby who's got some magnificent reddish locks basically. don't even get me started on the toupee that they made the baby wear for the duration of filming they like put a bonnet over this poor baby right with like a forelock of red hair sticking out and not just like oh look at that cute little curly q forelock sticking out but like a full-on merkin sitting on top of this baby's head and it's just like oh look the kid's wearing a merkin that's awesome <laughs> a merkin you <laughs> just look like a merkin Let's hope it wasn't Merkin. I know. It looked like the Merkin that Samantha Jones wore in that one episode of Sex in the City where she had a bad dye job. So Willow's basically got the, <laughs> the the most out there IMDb trivia slash section. Is it really? So listen to this. The, the baby. The six the six month old twins playing Alora Danon were too young to have a full head of hair. They wear a wig, which was applied using syrup as normal wig adhesive would be too harsh for the baby's skin. <laughs> So this baby was like, hold up. <laughs> the baby was being they, carted they around, syrup smell on the like, baby's head. smelling like syrup. <laughs> and then they, they just like haphazardly stuck a wig on top. This is, isn't this a George Lucas joint? Like, come on, can't we do a little bit better than syrup? Or did he just write it? He tries to cut costs as much as possible. Oh, I see. That's how we work. So wait, did he write this? I guess he did. Also, kids, it's, it's called, definitely a story. It's called double stick tape. <laughs> You could just put double stick tape down. No wonder that kid was so happy. Like this movie is like 70% <laughs> baby reaction shots anyway. Like yeah. everything that happens, you have to see what what's the baby think about this? He's always like smiling. Gee, like, Alora. People are getting murdered around this baby. This baby's like, ah. 
They put a lure on like a buggy and a carriage, like and they're like, and it's like basically like the equivalent of uh, a, a high speed police chase, except it's with the buggy and a wagon and Val Kilmer, and she's just like ah, cooing the whole time. I mean, when you smell sm- syrup, you think like I think I want waffle. Eat, I like think waffles I wanna, are coming or pancakes them. are coming. Yeah. So this baby constantly smells syrup. So no wonder he's so happy. He's like she waffles or she's. Are, are we sure? Well, I mean, yeah. And I can't tell which one you've had too much of, the wine or the coffee. This baby had a wig on. Yeah, it did. It could be. The whole time. Also, here's another reason that I want to know why why on earth the baby had to wear a wig. Because the baby also wore a bonnet the entire time. Was it really necessary to have a wig essentially glued onto its head when it wore a bonnet over it? Well, now that I know that it was syrup, they kept it on. (laughs) I would not want to had to sop up the syrup. The, the bonnet had to stop up the syrup. Like, there was too much syrup. The poor baby twin actor's mom who had to wash her children every night. Like, all right, babies, we filmed all day. Let's get in the bath. And the baby's so, like, wait, hey. over, overall. Yeah. Now that you've seen this movie for the first time, you never heard it before. Sure. Did you like it? Did you think it was strange? I did like it. Was it your th- favorite movie I of all time? Oh, clearly. I mean, yeah, no. I'm trying to get a sense. Trying Not to get so a much. sense. I was mostly. I don't think confused is quite the right word because that makes it sound like I sat here with this dumbfounded look on my face the whole time. But I feel like there were many occasions where you looked over to me and I'm sitting here crisscross applesauce staring at our screen with like the RCA dog expression. Oh, you're just like, I think you said it. You're like, what What the What the fuck is going on? Many times. <laughs> there were many times where I turned to you and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what just happened? What? Not because I didn't like even like understand, but... More just a record scratch sort of thing where you're like, why is this? Ha- what? <laughs> what? No. Also, who entrusts their child to Val Kilmer who he's hanging up in one of those crow's nest sort of things? I mean, the first person they saw, basically, the big person. Oh, hey, kindly big person. Would you like to take this little baby because she's one of your type? And he's like, yes, I would. But first, I'd like some water so I don't die. Also, I might be a criminal. Actually, I am a criminal. But yes, I'd love to take your baby off your hands. Good idea, guys. He stole America's hearts because he's, you know, what? he was a criminal. Who, like, he's the best part of this movie, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, yeah. yeah. This is before mean, Val Kilmer gained weight and became the Val Kilmer we know him to be today. It was a different Val Kilmer. Because you don't even know what you're talking about now. What do you mean? Yes, what I do. You, I know you, what before and after looks are like. You, are you fat shaming Val Kilmer? I'm just saying. He you know he's like, got some like some kind of like throat issue going now, so he's I think he's up, lost really? a lot of weight lately. Oh, I did not know that. <gasps> now you're just making me feel badly. Feel I was about to make a donut joke, and now you're making me feel badly. <laughs> I see how it is. We love Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, get better. You get better. Whatever's going you on. You kind sir. You also played Batman. We should have mentioned you in the Batman podcast. We missed the boat. <laughs> so what else? What else? What else did you like, not like? I, I do like that it was relatively well-paced. I mean, here's my problem with fantasy films in general. They're just so effing slow, at least for somebody like me who has a hard time staying awake. So they just are to me. Like, Lord of the Rings, holy crap. It was like Lord of the... And then seven hours later, you wake up, and maybe they've gotten like a foot further than they were. They've, They've, you know gone to a tavern or something i don't even know but at least in this one it moved (laughs) 
Why are you laughing at me? You. What? You can't stay awake for a 90 minute movie. 90 I, minute long movie. Did I stay awake for Olive Willow? Uh, yes, I did. Mm, Booyah. Over two nights. I still stayed awake. <laughs> okay. So what else? Willow. Um, what did you think about the uh, romantic relationship in this movie between oh. Mad Mardigan, played by Val Kilmer, and... Mad Mardigan and the Evil Queen's daughter? Yes. Played by Joanne Wally. Yep. Go. Cute. Cute? Cute. Did you believe it? No. Chemistry? Better as it went on. You're talking about story versus the actor's portraying the story so when it first occurred obviously and he was under that um spell and he was just kind of love dust yeah love dust he's acting a fool i'm like oh please this is stupid i think i even turned to you and that was one of my wtf moments where i'm like what the hell just happened like didn't they hate each other five seconds ago and i understand he's under some sort of love dust but why is she buying it because clearly they hate each other five seconds ago so that part was kind of a sort of moment but then after that when he kind of woke up from it and said what the hell i hate her no i wouldn't and it it developed a little bit further i enjoyed it i liked their their chemistry and the way they played off of each other i did think it was unrealistic that somebody in her position would just basically throw her mother down the garbage disposal because this guy who i hated now i kind of like now i love all in a matter of maybe a day but it's val kilmer it is Val Kilmer. So Val Kilmer. Yes. And the actress that played. The daughter. The daughter. Like instantly got married after this. Yeah. Right. And had two kids. What the hell? So the love dust just never wore off. Some people move really fast. <laughs> I mean, I'm not one of them. So she got hit. Now they're divorced. So she got them before, as Chrissy says. Maybe they're like the Duggars. Maybe they're like a part of the Quiverful movement and they were like, let's just get married and keep having babies. They only had two. Maybe they kept having more after this was over. You don't know. Like secret babies? Could be. Speaking of... Speaking of secret babies? If you, if you ever come across a river baby, like one of those babies sitting down, sitting down a river, you know, be wary. I can't believe, by the way, that everybody who tried to help this poor baby ended up dying. Like, this mother gives birth in jail, and she sends her baby out in the middle of the night, and oh my God, hormones! I see that, and I'm like, oh, how do you give up your baby? I don't know how. I mean, I get some people have to, but oh my God. And then it's like a dies. game of rugby with this baby, like passing it off, and then they're instantly devoured by like right. devil dog things. And then the old woman who uh, is basically like a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Midwife takes it and then she dies a horrible death by boars not even dogs boars that's why i always thought that willow was such a funny character because he basically just came across this river baby didn't even want it his kids were like no this is our it's our new pet this is our new sister yeah he's like what and then he ends up But his wife had her shit together and then he ends up but he ends up volunteering to like you know I love it. And what was with the, the wizard too? Yeah, where the wizard's like, "Do you have love for this child?" And he's like, "Yes." What did like, they say in the Hunger Games? Oh, I volunteer his tribute. Oh, I volunteer his tribute. He, vol- he volunteered his tribute. He here. totally volunteered his tribute. He would not do well in the Hunger Games. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he would do well in the Hunger Games. He he couldn't get. It took him forever to get his spell right. It took 
he he turned that poor woman yeah, but, into like but sp- witchcraft whole, and wizardry like, wasn't like a part of the Hunger Games. Every single you know dog cat like. <laughs> but he was survived, and he was somewhat crafty about it, and at least was not stupid about who to trust. Not like smart, but oh, not. So you stupid turned about around because at first you're like, who is who is this guy? Who's Willow? <laughs> He's the title character, Chrissy. Yes. But um He was a bit of a mess at the start of the movie. Well he's he's a yeah, I mean come on. But I do take you to task on whether or not he would survive the Hunger Games. I think he's got potential. Really? Yeah. Would he be like Rue, like up in the like trees blowing darts at people and stuff? I did. I thought he'd probably climb a tree. And then I had a horrible thought of how that might be difficult for him to climb a tree. But oh, Chrissy. You're just really turning everyone off. <laughs> you're talking about Valkyrie and fat. I'm just saying. <laughs> Little people not being able to climb trees. I'm sure they can climb trees, Justin. Stop it. You said that, not me. You said that. Another IMDb fact that I thought was oh pretty crazy. George Lucas specifically wrote this film for Warwick Davis, who played Willow, after meeting him on the set of Star Wars Episode Six: Return, Return of the Jedi. He was in Return of the Jedi? He was one of the Ewoks. No. So basically, George Lucas saw this poor, like, must have been 14, 13 year old little person playing an Ewok. And this is like, what was it? Kid, I'm going to make you a star. <laughs> I've got this, I've got this movie. I've been writing it. It's called all babies must die. <laughs> and so it's gonna far, star, it's going to start you. There aren't any little people in it, but now I'm thinking I could create an entire colony of them and you could be the lead one. Ever picked up a river baby? <laughs> How do you feel about starring alongside Val Kilmer? And then at the end, a two-headed penis dragon thing. Oh, the penis dragon tries to attack you. Yep, does not succeed. Nope, you win. It was a slow penis. Willow dragon for the win. Willow for president. <laughs> Willow for president. I mean, why not at this point? So it, it seemed like they they were aiming towards a sequel for this one, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Why, like, why didn't should it there have been a sequel? No. Why not? Do you not want to see the continued adventures of Willow? No, nope, I'm good. <gasps> Willow reboot. To be honest, like I know that Willow he was, sequel. No. Like, stop it. Starting, how many years later? Who, Vern Troyer. Huh? Vern Troyer. What do you mean, Vern Troyer? Or Peter Dinklage? No, I'm. I was talking about like. Uh, they revisit Willow, and then they it's like they bring in a new Willow, like a younger Willow. This is not well thought out, Justin. <laughs> this is a bad idea. Chrissy, have you seen some of the crap that's at the theaters yes, now? Yes, and I didn't sign off on any of it. Um, Willow's Revenge. Okay. I like the title. <laughs> so here's what happens. Oh, boy. Somehow. In land. The evil witch. With an evil witch. She comes back. She's re- resurrected, like Jason, <laughs> like through lightning. What happened to the end? What? How did she die? I can't remember. Also, um, the penis. It was uh, because all that blood spilled. Double penis dragons back. What? She, all the blood spilled. Remember all that? Oh yeah. So blood is spilled into her grave, and she is resurrected like a uh, some kind of wizard. Uh, not wizard. Uh, zombie-like creature. 
comes back. Willow's got grandkids. And uh, suddenly another river baby comes down the river. It's like a, Why is it sounding like, like The Walking it's, Dead It's like somehow. an omen. <laughs> He's like, no. His grandkid picks the river baby out, and that's how it starts. And then the zombie witch is just totally after him the whole time. And then Val Kilmer, who used to be apparently fat but now has some kind of throat issue, comes back and he's got a sword. And uh, come on, Chris, you're not even helping. I was just waiting to see what your treatment turned out like. <laughs> Terrible. That's the worst thing ever. It was, it was not your finest moment, but I, I enjoyed it. You, you I mean, I want to see it, but I can't come up with like on the spot. You just grab your iPhone and start filming that shit. You're like, all right, let's do it. You call his agent. You say, we're going to do this. Let's do this. It can't be any worse than The Room. Willow's Revenge. Oh, man. Or that other movie that you showed me. What was that called? The new one? Which one? Well, the new one to us. Pass Through. Yes. Neil Breen. Neil Breen. Pass Through. Neil Breen. Okay. Neil Breen, if you ever listen to this podcast, we want to see your exciting film. (laughs) What else about Willow? Okay. Did you like the brownies? Oh, the, the effing brownies. I was really annoyed with the brownies. <laughs> I feel like they were extraneous. They didn't move along the plot and they annoyed the crap out of me. In the beginning, I didn't mind them so much. I was like, oh, this is like a twist on Gulliver, Gulliver's Travels. It's all fine. And then pretty much after that point when they started following them around and the, the two people who did, and they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, just shut up. Just stop talking. Why are you even here? Are you furthering the plot at all? Nope. Is it weird to think that both these movies we watched, they came out around like the same time period, right? Mm-hmm. But the special effects in Willow irked me more than the special effects in Masters of the Universe. <laughs> like when the brownies came and you could tell like like there's these guys that we put on a blue screen and then we put that against, you know, whatever's going on and they're smaller. I was just like, not only are they annoying to look at, are annoying to listen to. They're annoying to look at. I think you're being generous to Masters of the Universe because do you not remember the skateboarder icon that looked like he was the the kid in Candyland? <laughs> See, I like that. <laughs> you like looking like the, the special effects look like Candyland board characters. <laughs> look at him fly! Wee! Brooklyn could do that. <laughs> crazy, do that. crazy! I am to be. I don't even know if this is a fact. This might be a rumor. John Cusack tested for the role of Mad Mardigan, but lost to Val Kilmer. He considers this his biggest disappointment. Oh, man. Do you think that's real? There's no way that's real. I can see it. Really? I think so. Why? Mainly because Cusack can do no wrong, or at least back in then he couldn't. Whoa. I love Cusack. Wow. We have to have a Cusack double feature. I didn't know the All right. she's like love was so strong. I mean Love strong, strong. Serendipity. All the other movies. <laughs> You're such a huge fan. <laughs> High fidelity. And this might be the craziest IMDB fact. Like I said, usually I don't care about these things. So it says many people don't know that in this film's plot, the dwarf actors are supposed to be normally sized people, and the actors who are not dwarves are supposed to be giants. Really? <laughs> That's the one I was like, that can't be right. Someone was like wasted who one vets night. these IMDb things? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I'm really going to screw with some people. Listen yeah. to this. Yeah. 
Use my you think theory. That's tr- that can't be true. Well, they don't even frame it as a theory. They frame it as frame it as fact. Yes. Y- yes. But no, it can't be. Does that even make sense? So, I mean, it would only make sense because they did have somebody who was smaller than them. <laughs> but at the end of the day, there are certain characteristics of dwarfism that don't lend themselves to making it look like they are typically sized. You're smoking something, IMDb. You need to get that off your off your site. Yeah, 420's over. So do we miss anything? Willow basically just kind of... Willow's a hodgepodge fantasy hot mess, but kind of fun to watch. Also a little disturbing with the whole infanticide stuff. I could deal without the dead baby things. Like, I, you know... But hey, spoiler alert, the baby makes it. Yay! Oh, no death. And it's like... It, its hair didn't even like it Yo, looked better at the end. The hair suffered because people murdered. Well, the evil queen woman gave her douse with water. Gave her a haircut. Remember that? She snipped a, a lock of it for her, and potions. it instantly just fell down. So instantly, the hair got better. It was like, oh, good. She finally cut that crap. The merkin. She cut the merkin. So, so what would you, uh, Willow? Um, a fun B minus. Okay, that's pretty fair. Yeah. And you, Justin? Be my C plus. Yeah, see yeah. right there. It's I not mean, it's not bad. No, I always and, it's just kind of it it reaches for the stars and it, you know, d- lands and it in just the doesn't quite make ozone it. basically. In the ozone, not even at the stars yet. I love <laughs> Gets it. lots of points for trying, I guess. Yeah, you know. And Val like I said, Val Kilmer is kind of without him. Uh yeah, that would have been a problem. Unless it was John Cusack. That would have been good too. You're really oh, Maybe he can be in Willow's Revenge. Oh, boy. Let's make this happen, people. Oh, boy. Kickstart this. Willow's Revenge. No, don't kickstart this. Save your money. There are better causes to donate to. I didn't even think, like, who is he revenging against? I didn't think that You made this up. I don't know. Who is he revenging against? He's just raging, just to rage. Who did him wrong? Um... Anyway, I don't know. I'll, right, think, yeah, I'll yeah. think about this. You think about that. You While we're talking about the next movie, I'm, I'm okay. I'm just gonna think about this right now. Go ahead. So, Masters of the Universe, aka the He Man movie. Uh, Justin, you know what? If you haven't seen this movie at home, I highly suggest watching it. it Why? Is, Why do you suggest watching it? Let's it, turn this on its head. It is unbelievably. Um, I just find it intriguing because it's so bad, like outright bad, just right. outright bad. And I'm kind of sad because as a kid, I, I loved. It was really nerdy, but I loved the He-Man cartoon, and I had. Well, you're not alone. The figurine, no okay the yeah. figure action figures and stuff, but and I think it's a good story. Like it's ripe for a good movie, but they just totally screwed the pooch on this one, man. But it's pretty hilarious to watch. In many, many ways. I was reading something that likened it to uh, two Israeli cousins who say, we have our finger on the pulse of what Americans like. And they try to make a movie and basically this is what happened. You like strong American man with glistening <laughs> muscles and sword? We hire Scandinavian who does not know English. It's okay. We just ADR all his lines. Apparently it was written in his contract that he was able to get three tries to ADR his lines correctly before they would be dubbed over by a voice actor. And uh, according to what I read, the director was like, we are over budget. We are out of time. We're just going to use his natural voice on set. So that's why his natural voice is 
a little interesting with some of the lines in terms of inflection. I thought he was ADR though. No, like according to, he was going to be at least according to what I read. Uh, but there you go. Like they just didn't have time to keep trying to ADR it. So his voice acting skills. Were, Dolph is his were name in, by the way in real life. Dolph as in like short for dolphin. Chrissy, I know who Dolph Lundgren is. Dolph. Can we talk about his name though? Dolph. Is this the first, is this the first, Dolph love that you've ever experienced? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh man. I have a There's more? <laughs> I see this on a magic card. A whole new world. Oh, whole Don't new you world. dare close your eyes. So many Dolph movies to watch. I don't care to see that. He's in Rocky Four. Which is <laughs> the most bonkers Rocky, basically. Oh, that's right. There are more Rockies. I there, forgot. There are many, multiple Rockies. <laughs> that's why we have this podcast. Anyway, you guys. he's in that movie. He's amazing. He's in Kindergarten Cop Two, which just apparently came out in the last year. I saw Kindergarten Kindergarten Cop One. And you're like, I want, I want another Kindergarten Cop. Can I get one instantly? Yes. Can I get first grade cop in this joint next year? Preschool cop. There's a whole franchise. There's a there's a universe, a, a kindergarten cop universe out there, wow. ripe for the picking now. Who knew? Anyway, I love that you like. So I was about to say his voice acting might be in question, but you know what was not in question? What? His glistening bod. I, how much oil did they have to rub on him? That's what I want to know. How much was he slippery? Like the whole time, was he able to climb things? Could he hold things in his hands? Was it like a banana? Whoop! Like anything they put in his hands, like the sword. There it goes. Maybe they had to tape his sword to his hands because of all the oil. Did you see him like on a slip and slide, like <laughs> between takes, just like just flying down the halls? Only if it's to the four non blonde song. In which case, yes. <laughs> By the way, that is my entire experience with He-Man leading up to this. Never saw the, the show. Never enjoyed any of the Mattel toys. All I knew was the Four Non Blondes meme song from a few years ago that you and I sang when we went to San Francisco on the Golden Gate Bridge. What's the song again? What's it called? What is it called? I remember stirring the pot in the back. It was like, yo! <laughs> Help me. You're my only hope. Google that shit. No. Come on. I can't remember. I don't have my phone. It's their only hit. I know. It, right now, the three listeners are screaming at us. They're like, We're it's idiots. This. It's this. Again, copy. So let me talk about Masters of the Universe. Yeah. This movie is bonkers. Both of these movies are bonkers. Of, it's pretty nonsensical. Uh, so, what's the best part about Masters of the Universe? Obviously, is Frank. Langella. Langella, like, like the scenery is is like some kind of uh, chocolate cookie dough. Yep. Basically, he's just like he grazes uh, all day long. Grazes. Yeah. No, he like annihilates like Pac Man's that shit all over the place. Just oh, like, rah, rah, rah. Pa- Pac Man's grazing all the time. That's just it. You never turn that grazing thing off. You're just like, um, 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 um. he's great in this though. Yes. I want to see. So basically, after I saw this movie, I was like. I want to see just this movie minus He-Man, basically. Yes. <laughs> I want to see Skeletor and his like Skeletor crew his of, lines of misfits. Are the best lines. I want to see the Suicide Squad of He-Man, basically, with Skeletor, and then he's got his uh, Evelyn or Evelyn, excuse me. Evelyn was okay. I'm talking about the like random dudes, his henchmen, basically. Oh, oh, the oh, are you talking about the Darth Vader's? 
No, those are like his robots. I'm talking right. like his. She had she, was it? What's her name? Sheila. Who? What's his crew called? The the woman with the the great makeup. What's her name? Oh, you're talking about Evelyn, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then those four dudes who are like his his main guys. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. There's names. Sar. There's the I call him lizard robot. He's basically a lizard that really wants to be a robot. <laughs> uh, and then they have the blade, but not the black one. The guy with like that thing and like and the they, swords. The guy with the hair looks like a troll. Dog man. I call there him dog go. man. He looks like a <laughs> looks like a dog man. And then there's my favorite, who I think is the MVP of the whole. The whole the whole thing is uh, Karg, the guy, Buffant, the guy with the hair. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the four. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. He's the best part of this movie. So you want to see Suicide Squad with these guys? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> maybe, maybe Buffant no, and you know what hair. I want to see? I want to see another Ghostbusters reboot with those guys as the Ghostbusters. So these guys are busting the ghosts? Yes. <laughs> what? Is, what? <laughs> How's that for part of the a movie Ghost- intersection? The, part of the Ghostbusters universe. I mean, with, with Lizard Robot, Blade, B, uh, Dogman, and Buffant. Couldn't you see? Busting ghosts. With they Skeletor. get a call. They get a call, and she's like, "I hear I am, and I think we might have some ghosts." And like, then they go out. And we they, got one, and they just fuck shit up with their synthesizer key. Buffant just rolls in. He's like, all he's got. Party in the front, party in the back, party, just party all <laughs> party over. All over. <laughs> that's all he's party. got. Like yeah. you looked at him, you're like I was like, that's all he's got. That's you take away the hair, and he's just totally average. And, yeah, basically. And, but with that the hair, special. it's amazing. So Skeletor's crew was yes. the best part of the movie. Skeletor and, and his lines are the best parts of the movie too. His lines actually sometimes they were laughable, but in a good way, memorable, laughable. And other times they were less laughable, but where you were like, oh, burn. But nobody else said anything in my mind that was remotely worthwhile. Not even lovely Courtney Cox, who looked like a young, by the way, brunette Meg Ryan in this to me. Every time I saw her, I was like, hey, it's brunette Meg Ryan, except it's Courtney Cox. So I told you that Courtney Cox was in this. You watched the whole movie, and then at the end of the credits, you're like, oh, wait, (laughs) Courtney Cox? That was Courtney Cox? I was like, like, number one, yeah, looks just like Courtney Courtney Cox. So Number two, I told you at the time. You did, and I saw it, and I it like registered, and then it immediately like it was like I dumped the cash in my brain. So like it was there, and then dump cash gone, and I forgot that it was, was Courtney her Cox. first movie. I guess it was early, but I don't know that it was her first. She was in that Bruce Springsteen video, right? She danced in the dark with Bruce Springsteen. I remember and then, that, and I don't know if that came before or after this. What if she did that, and then she directly like. <laughs> Oh man! Started getting terrorized by Skeletor and his uh, slow-moving convoy through, you know, Pasadena or whatever. Whittier. Whittier. Look, there's the Hallmark. So store. It's a neighborhood in going. L.A. Thank God no one lived in this town apparently, because right. N- number one, they missed like a great show. Like if, <laughs> if I was living in Whittier and this like this Parade. shit started going down, I'd be like, all right, hey. like. Let's, Line up on the curb. Get your like, lawn chair. Screw the rose parade. Like I want to be in line for this. Um, but yeah, like th- nobody lived in it. There was no, no, you know what? No people. It was foreshadowing because because a few years later, when we had the Northridge quake, a lot of the things that you see in that movie were destroyed. Like they don't exist. So the people got out. 
That's it. They all saw Master of the Universe and like, this is a great idea. We shouldn't live here. I think there's an earthquake coming. Actually, a few. I think there's a skeletal convoy coming. Northridge, like, bye. So, did you like? This no, movie? I didn't. No? I'm sorry. No, no. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> you don't care. Well, I always feel like I have to defend them slight or defend my choices slightly to you because you're the one who chose the movie. So, well, I don't. I don't always pick movies that like you like. No, I absolutely <laughs> love. Like, I, I like this because I, it's so crazy and like wacky and you know stuff like that. But I'll take the crazy and wacky. I'm not taking this on a desert island if I have. Oh, please don't. Choices. I was just there were. Although Skeletor and his crew, if I'm stuck on a desert island, there you go. They could come in handy. You could hang out like the detective who decided he wanted (gasps) to stay. You could be that guy. Willow's revenge. So Willow. Oh boy, we're back to this. He wants to take revenge on someone. TBD. Who? uh, He needs a crew. He does need a crew. You know who's got a crew? Skeletor. Skeletor. Yeah, Skeletor has a crew. There you go. Buffont. Buffont. He's one of them. Willow and Buffon will get along very nicely. You know what it is? It, They're very short. I appreciate um, science fiction movies more than I appreciate fantasy, which we've established. And so there were certain things I, I enjoyed a little bit. Like I thought it was kitschy with the whole stupid thing that looked like a synthesizer, but it wasn't a synthesizer. Chrissy, and that was the, the key. tones. It was the key. Yeah, the key. The whole point of this movie is the the key. Uh, Everybody needed the key. Okay. Where's the key? Again, we're back to Buffy. The key in my in my why head is this still key dawn. not working? Like, why is it dawn? Who has the key? Where did the key go? Why is it not working? How do we get it to work? Can we hook the key up to a, a keyboard? Can we just sing the key notes without the key actually the key being notes? here? Bong 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 bong. It's like something. He knows the tune. <laughs> it's like. It's like some kind of relaxation uh, thing that you would see at a uh, sharper image or something for like 40 bucks. Oh like, my God, you're so push right. the button. It's like, look, some lights come out, LED lights to soothe you to sleep. Oh, like, oh fancy. I'll pay $249 for that in three easy installments. Oh, man. But they were like sliding all over the galaxy looking right. for this key. So I enjoyed the kitsch factor. I'll say that. It wasn't like I didn't like enjoy any of it. I enjoyed the kitsch factor. Um, and seeing young people before they became the people that we know. Like Frank Langella. Like he, look how young he looked, even though he was wearing that horrible mask. <laughs> look how young he looked. I'm thinking- he, he looked practically skeletal. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, he, he, looked, he looked great. Like, he, you know. Like Svelte, Val Kimmer wishes he were Skeletor. Oh my God, <laughs> this just got really dark. He pretty much like it took a turn, took a turn, <laughs> committed him to death. <laughs> Chrissy, you are a terrible person. <laughs> J.K. Okay. So am I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. So Skeletor looked great. <laughs> Shut- <laughs> It's not what I meant. It's not what I meant. All I'm trying to say is that there were redeeming qualities of this movie that I stop it that I kind of enjoyed, but overall, no. no so I, I, I'm imagining Skeletor no. like modeling like men's briefs. Like, like suck it. He doesn't even suck it in. She's like, all I said was, "Look at how young he was." That's all I said. 
<laughs> he's under like a pound of makeup and like I know huge costume. I was going there, but I was so distracted by the it's mouth. Like, it's like saying like, man, R two D two looking really young. <laughs> but okay, I agree. Frank Langella looked great. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't doff in the, you know, in the next to nothings, but... If you had to pick young, quote-unquote, Frank Langella or Dolph... Langella. <laughs> Justin spoken. So another great thing about this movie... Justin, go back in the closet with, with Frank Langella. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, I should switch to coffee. Um... This movie had a lot of uh, random, besides filming in a town without any citizens of any kind. Totally common and right. There, there's a lot of random locations. Um, of course, there's the, the the Radio Shack. Like, there's a lot of shit that goes down at this Radio Shack. I don't think it's a Radio Shack. It's some kind of uh, music mom and pop store. music store. It's Sam Goody, basically. But let's just say it's Radio Shack because you know. Rest in no wait. Radio Shack is still around. Yeah, Sam Goody. Horrible, horrible warehouse. But, but they have like multiple battles at this Radio Shack. Power. There is a um, a senior citizen uh, dance at this school auditorium. That was so weird and that random. they they randomly roll so up into. Much of this movie is nonsensical. And that's where the bad guys actually like keep referencing sliders but slide into basically I love sliders they they like trip through the wormhole basically i mean they to, you're right to they wind up at this into the wormhole. senior citizen homecoming dance with no senior citizens can we do a sliders podcast you know what there needs to be a sliders podcast i don't know why we haven't done this we need to do oh, it i love sliders me too it's so great i know it's a great show i was the only kid who watched it that i knew I remember watching Sliders and Quantum Leap like back to back. Those two shows were like. I remember watching Sliders and Thirty Something back to back. Wait, what I was like just, ten. That's probably weren't on at the same time, but anyway. So wait, what did you love? So you, is there anything that you just like? This Again, is, this is my this is the reason to watch. Well, this other movie than at all. Young Frank Langella, <laughs> I enjoyed the kitsch factor. Spelt. Yes, he was very spelt. Like I was saying earlier. Um, and it had a lot of funny one-liners. I'm not sure we're intentionally funny, but more like ridiculous funny. So the, there were moments of, of laughter and enjoyable ridiculousness. But overall, for me anyway, it was just too nonsensical. I was trying really hard to piece things together. And I'm like, so wait a minute. They travel through the wormhole. Now they're on Earth. What's the name of the other planet? She's evil, but is she having an affair with Skeletor? I bet you she is. Oh, she is, isn't she? Now she's mad. Okay, she's mad. Let's stop here. Who wouldn't want to have an affair with Skeletor? <laughs> like, is that even a question that needs to be voiced? Well, no. And her makeup game was on point. Her makeup game was super on point. Talking I, about Skeletor's makeup, she was... I bet she did... I wanted Meg Foster's makeup job for myself. She's so, so. legit that one. I mean, she looked like um, the 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 witch from Snow White, basically the evil queen. Evil queen. I thought she looked better. I, I agree. You're on the right path, but <laughs> better than the cartoon. Is that what you're saying? Yes, the cartoons <laughs> did not do justice I'm to Meg about Foster's was- makeup job. I'm just saying. So yeah, so overall for me, there were just too many times where I'm like, 
why are they at an old people's place that's now apparently a dance? And I don't understand. And why does it even look like a synthesizer? Is that what synthesizers look like, by the way? Because I can't remember. What's with the tones? What did the tones mean? Like, it's a key. I get it. But anyway, there were just too many nonsensical moments for me to really... like. You know how we repeat this all the time on this podcast. I have a hard time with suspension of disbelief. And I get it. It's total fantasy. I'm not going to like tear it apart for that. But just little things where I'm like, I could, when I couldn't even piece it together after a while, I, that's when I went, um, okay. No, thanks. So were you confused who actually was the master of the universe? I mean, it's always been you and me. It's always been us. Was that a line from the movie? Yes. Who said that? Uh, He-Man. Two. Skeletor. You think I'm not paying attention far more often than I actually am paying attention. What, what does that line mean? There's some subtext? No? I assume it has something... Yes. I assume it has something to do with the TV show, but... I don't know because I didn't watch the TV show because I know that this came after it was already on the air. Backstory. That's all I got. So one of the best parts about this movie comes um, post credits. Oh, yeah. At the end. (laughs) What the hell was that? Spoiler alert. Skeletor was seemingly killed when he was thrown down his own seat. No, nope, friends. Gonna have, Justin couldn't, can't if, say killed, if, but killed. If you're going to have, like, this is my evil fortress. It's my evil throne. This is the game. This is my game of my thrones here. This is where I sit. Game of Thrones. This is where I sit. Would you want anywhere in the near vicinity where you could fall down a long, like, chat? Uh, like, like, I'm. I'm not going to survive this fall. He by like, the way, literally steps away from where he's sitting. Yeah, he does. He's legitimately falling forever. Like it's like he never stops falling. By the way, you didn't answer my question. I keep on falling. Would you really want something like that near your? Like I don't want it. No, no. But but also ah, maybe he had delusions of grandeur. Of Speaking of, that wouldn't happen to him. It's it's totally like a. A castle or whatever from Game of Thrones, like they literally had a huge hole mm-hmm. or, or circle in the middle of their, I say like throne room, but where did like the king, like where they chill out with their guards and their, stuff? Their quarters? I don't know. Exactly. Sure. And they just like, just this huge opening, they just kick people out it and they would just fall to their deaths basically Ooh. like Ooh. the castle in the sky almost. That does not sound fun. These whole two, these two movies basically came about because, and I hate to bring this up now, oh like boy. I buried the lead, but you did bury the lead. Game of Thrones is back, woo woo, and basically this Chrissy is your Game of Thrones intervention. Intervention. <laughs> Wait, what? Chrissy refuses to watch Game of Thrones. I've heard there are some really dark themes and things that happen that I'm not sure I want to. Like baby murdering? Yeah. Well, I've tried to get you to watch it. I think you would love <laughs> wait, it. Wait, wait. It's a soap. Hold up. Hold up. It's a soap opera. You mean like baby murdering? I think you love it. Legit in order. That's basically what you just said. What if I said Willow was in Game of Thrones? 
No, it's all good. What if I said John Cusack as Mad Morgan? I'd watch that episode that he's in. <laughs> I'd watch it. I almost need to. I was like, I need to pull out a piece of paper. Like, Chrissy, you not watching Game of Thrones with me has affected me in the following ways. Oh boy. I mean, I think that the closest I've come to liking anything alike that would was the Tudors in terms of ye See, old time. You like stuff. the Tudors, right? But that's not fantasy. That's just it's it's history and soap opera. But and the, sexiness. But, but just imagine Tudors with dragons. Tudors with dragons. Tudors with like zombies no no see you lost me. oh no 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 ice zombies how about bear breasts what the hell i don't know wait, what wait, wait. is going oh, on think... but i saw like there's a... been a, a penis or two I... Ooh. <laughs> i've never seen one of those i saw a Ouch. justin's dying i saw a a funny aside about apparently since the season premiere about Game of Thrones, like so far we've seen like a cousin die, a cousin beat someone, so and so slept with so and so, and somebody was had to watch. Like I don't know, it sounded horrible. Everything that like going down the list, I'm like, oh, meh, oh, no, so good. I don't want to watch that. So, no, I'm good. So and good. all I could think of was when we got to the bottom of that list. Thank God I'm not watching this show because I think I would be too squeamish for it. There's still time, I guess. To be less squeamish? No, for me to get you into Game of Thrones. Are you going to hold my I'm hair not, back? I'm not going to hold your hair. Like you're going to puke or maybe. something? I mean, maybe. It's not that kind of shit. Like you're not going to be puking, Chrissy. All right. I'm just saying. Sensitive stomach. So at the end of this movie, mm-hmm. the credits roll. Skeletor has seemingly fallen to his death. Supposedly. The credits roll and then... They were going to do a sequel, so that's why a, he didn't die. So please describe this scene. So there's like a five second long. I don't even know what he said. I don't remember. I just remember he came up out of the goon. He's like, blah, 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 like he's back. That's basically what I remember. Does he, this probably, does it, I don't remember what he says, but he's basically like, oh, I'm back. Yeah, it's something to the effect of I'm back. I'm back, bitches. I survived this huge fall. He came up and he said, ah, it's Brittany, bitch. And like, that he's was like it. a different color. Like he's been. Yeah, he he was melting. He gained weight over the fall. Yeah, clearly. Because <laughs> he's like, I don't care Oops. about him. <laughs> Damn it, Val Kilmer. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but apparently they were going to film a sequel to it and then didn't happen and then they were going to film another sequel to it and it became Cyclops. All right, Master, Master of the Universe 2, pitch the sequel, go. Donald Trump decides he's going to be Master of the Universe. So he sells his soul for the ability to take over not just America, but the entire planet. And in turn, turns into almost like a Rasputin and Anastasia type, where he looks funky and like decrepit and not like Skeletor, who apparently looked awesome. (laughs) And he assembles his little cronies as his gang, and he goes about spreading fascism. Done. (laughs) I've got lots of questions. Oh, no. Number one. Please don't. Where's He-Man? Number two. Where's Buffont? <laughs> like, if you're going to bring Donald Trump into the Masters <laughs> of the Universe universe, Buffont better be, like, up in front being like, hey, dude. Oh, there's definitely. Hey, dude. What's with the hair? There's a dance-off. A, how about a hair-off? <laughs> a hair dance-off. The hair dance. So there's no He-Man. No. 
Skeletor, Skeletor survived the credits, came back, only to not be even involved no, in the sequel. Skeletor s- helped in the sale of Donald Trump's soul. He was like the proprietor. He's like the Ursula of the Little Mermaid being like, the only way to go with on is become a human yourself. Another important question, is he still skinny? Yes. Okay. So no He-Man, but Skeletor's like the puppeteer, basically. Basically, yeah. Um, how about... Uh, we said Buffon's back in some way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Where's the synthesizer? Is it at a senior totally, citizen homecoming totally dance again? With all of like the Do we have some more money for this stadium? sequel? Because who's, like, who's, who's he? This? Like he's the flounder of the group. No wait. You know they've been they've actually been trying to do some kind of like reboot or remake or something for this for seemingly like forever years. I know that's what I was starting to get at like it was supposed to happen that didn't happen and then 1989 it was going to be uh, a sequel but then it ended up just being the cyclops movie we're gonna be like nearing death door before they get a mess a new it's just what is so hard about this that makes it impossible well, to crack they got a lot of flack for making it look like it was made in your seventh grade science class backyard because that happens there's lots of back what are you, ta- are you talking about the class. the people that made the first movie Yes, so they want. What does that to do have better? to do? But but you would think that if it was so bad the first time, mm-hmm. with an obviously like okay to good idea, yes, that you would think the remake would be like it's you're not really clearing a very high bar instantly. True. Then why? What's the holdup? How do you know that they're not already making something? Because next year's 2017, and that'll be what ninety hundred like thirty years. I mean, I have high hopes. I've, apparently, Mick G is doing the new... Mick G from the OC? Mick G from Charlie's Angels? <laughs> Mick G, this means war? Oh. To I me, mean, he's from the OC. Mick G of Terminator Salvation. <sighs> <sighs> Let's talk about other disappointments in our lives, including this one. See, I had to bring you down with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Mick G of Terminator. Anyway, I mean, I'd like to see a great He-Man movie before I die, I guess. All right. <laughs> you just put that in writing then and send it off. Get to it. Dear Mick G. <laughs> what's up, what man? I'd like to see. Chrissy, Thank you. Chrissy Love and Justin. I are He-Man experts. We have a podcast. We're kind of a big deal. I don't know if you've heard of us, but... Have you ever heard of Don, the Titanic historian? Yeah. <laughs> we talk well, a lot about him. Well, <laughs> number one, you should read up on him. Yep. Number two, we're like that, but with Masters of the Universe, basically. So I please mean, hire us. We will help you make this movie awesome. We are the historian Don of He-Man. If I had to uh, cast a He-Man, I would say go with... I mean, if we can't get Doff back. Yeah. Then who? Who? Or whom? Who? So. Alexander Skarsgård. Can we put a blonde wig on The Rock? Would that work? Would that look yeah, too weird? That'd be weird. Too weird? Yeah, it'd be weird. Alexander Skarsgård? Is that what yes, you said? that's what I said. He did Tarzan. He's, is he buff enough? Not buff he, enough, but big. Does, don't you think he needs to be... Once again, Big? he just did Tarzan. That doesn't look good, though. No, but he obviously can beef up. That's the point. Alexander Skarsgård. Yep. As 
He Man. He Man. Yeah. That's the porn It comes full circle. <laughs> I was like, he is. Is, is he Swedish? Yes. Was that, was that your impersonation of him? No, I was thinking of the porn on Blonde song. <laughs> Do it again. That's not what you did. You did some no, like yeah. Okay, okay, that's great. Yeah, I mean, I'd see that movie just by like that, just that sound. Like it's coming. <laughs> Message of the Universe is coming. Two thousand seventeen, starring Alexander Skarsgård. Clearly, I mean, why not? It's not like we're making better movies. So, what would you give Masters of the Universe, Chris? D plus. D plus. Maybe a C minus if I'm being so generous. So you're far in the Willow camp. Comparatively speaking, yes. Yeah, I'm talking about of the two. Of the two, yes. Okay. And you? <sighs> Probably, yeah, that sounds pretty fair. D plus. Damn. <laughs> I totally expected it to be higher because this is like a relic of your childhood. Yeah, but that's basically it hurts even more. <laughs> All right. Wah, wah, wah. So what else? So um, if you've made it this far, thanks for listening. Yay! Um, we now have uh, we're on Facebook. Yes, we are. Search us. We're there. Yep. Look for so I married a movie geek. You could also find us individually, Chrissy McQueen, Justin Winters. All roads lead to the podcast. Twitter, we're on Twitter at Movie Geek Cast now. Movie Geek Cast. Justin Winners, Chris Winners. Yep. Twitter. Chrissy has threatened to open a Snapchat. I've threatened. I have What is app. this Snapchat? How about if you are listening to this podcast, <laughs> I'm going to create, when we get off, an account for Movie Geek Cast. Add us, however that works. On Snapchat. As on Snapchat, Facebook, Twitters. You could also follow my Instagram Podbean. if you feel like seeing funny pictures We're on of babies. MySpace. Which is MySpace. We're on Live Journal, Friendster, while you're at it. <laughs> I mean, why not? We give good testimonials. Give us a, a iTunes review. iTunes, Google. Google us. You could create a Yelp account for us. <laughs> We're just playing. Oh man! I mean, thanks for uh, hanging out. Yeah, thank appreciate you. It. On that note, thank you so much. It's been real, it's been fun. It's been, been real, real fun. Yep. Thanks, guys. Yep.